Hi, this is Kevin Baldwin and Wendy Bridges from the Law Offices of Baldwin and Vernon. Today we're going to talk about client issues. People call up, have questions. Sometimes it's people who have not yet engaged us as counsel. Sometimes it's our ongoing current clients, sometimes even past clients. Wendy, what are some of the most common uh, inquiries you have from people who call you on the phone? Common inquiries typically is somebody looking for a potential employment lawyer. Now, do we do every type of employment law? No, no, only, only associated with discrimination. In fact, there are people who might call in about uh, FMLA or ERISA or different types of discrimination, such as uh, union issues. Do we do all those? No, no, we don't. In fact, I think what we predominantly do is employment discrimination based on age, sex, race, national origin, religion, disability. Correct. And sometimes whistleblower laws. Uh, there will be whistleblowers, and it's kind of famous right now because it's actually yeah. in the national media right now with President Trump regarding a whistleblower. But do we do that type of law? Yes, we do. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, but when a person does call, uh, do they ever ask you, well, what, what is the thing that they seem to be aggravated about if they call you? Typically... You mean on our end, aggravated um, with us? Yes. Yes. The most, I guess, frustrating thing for potential clients and clients is not actually being able to speak with an attorney right then when they call. And, well, why don't you tell the folks uh, out there why why that's available, why we're not always available to answer their calls? Well, just like this week, per se, every day this week, Kevin, Eric are both in depositions in different cases every day of the week. Sylvia and Robin will be going to hearings and, and other, you know, just natural legal business trying to cover for those two. So I never, I'll be in the office all week by myself typically, unless it's early morning or late at night. And unless it's an emergency, I don't interrupt them. I can either, I try to answer clients' questions or I will tell them, you know, I can email him and hopefully get an answer back for you by the end of the day, but more than likely, please give me a couple days because him or I may not see each other or myself and Eric may not see each other for three or four days. And if it's not life-threatening or an emergency, we can't address it. But we always try and check in with you, yes, don't we? Yes, yes, And in fact, you're, you always, you'll either text us or email us. Is Correct. that fair to say? Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, in a lot of those situations, I will tell you folks, uh, it, it sometimes amazes me. We did have somebody who was very upset because they couldn't talk to a lawyer. And they shared that with Wendy, which I will tell you right now, if, if you offend Wendy and you mistreat Wendy on the phone, your chances of becoming my client or staying my client are zero. It's not going to happen. Wendy makes the office run. She keeps us in motion. She tells us our assignments, gets us ready, manages our schedules, and she is the point of client contact a lot because she is there in the office. Uh, but the individual who was upset, I was in a hearing that day. There is no way in God's green earth I'm going to tell a judge, I'm sorry, judge, I know this is an important hearing that's been on the books for six months now, but I need to stop for 20 minutes to go talk to somebody who called up as a potential client who I don't even know. I need to stop this hearing, stop the thousands of dollars that have been spent, and go talk to somebody about their current employment issue that I could address later tonight. If I did that, the judge would have my butt. And, there's, and so would opposing counsel, and so would the client I'm representing at that time. They all have expectations that we have to meet. And in those situations, just as important as your case is to you, the other person I'm representing, it's important to them as well. So we have to carve up an allot time. Now, what, what are some of the other issues that people might have with, with their lawyer? People, a lot of times in these, especially in the employment 
sector, not so much in the criminal. Um, they have expectations that, you know, um, and I'm going to come in today, I'm going to file a lawsuit, and hopefully my case will be resolved in a couple weeks, you know, and you're just like, that's not how this works. Um, number one, in the employment side, which nobody really knows that there's the process of filing charges with, we have to give the EEOC and the MCHR, you know, six months to investigate. And that's by law. That's The law requires that it be on a file with them for as long as six months. Yes. And so once that six months is run, we can get their right to sue, and then you can file the lawsuit. So people, then we're on to the next unrealistic. They think once you fi actually file the lawsuit that, okay, then that's all we got to do, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> then starts a discovery process. Usually from the time we file a lawsuit in any of our cases based on our caseload, in the court's caseload in defense counsel, it's anywhere from 18 months to three years before we actually go to trial. And a lot of times that will depend on the complexity of the case. A fairly uh, small issue, straightforward case can make it in the 18 months. However, if you're suddenly, we've had cases where we've had in one single case, we've had to take depositions in Santa Fe, New Mexico, Dallas, Atlanta, and North and South Carolina. And we've even had to possibly do international travel to Mexico City because one of the individuals got relocated to the international office. In those situations, we're going to run a little bit later on our discovery and our trial time. Right. And I mean, I know every client, you know, wants to feel like they're the only client, but we have anywhere, we run anywhere from 80 to 100 clients right now. So, I mean, that's a pretty big caseload. I mean, there's four attorneys now, which is good, but I mean, we just can't do a lot of handholding with each client. In a lot of these times, folks are really surprised to find out that we're not working uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week on their case. When the fact of the matter is, you just can't do that. When, uh, when a case is filed with the EEOC or Missouri Commission on Human Rights, generally we call it file and forget, where we've done all this front-loaded this work and Wendy works with you on front-loading the work. We file the charge and then we wait because the EEOC and MCHR are supposed to do an investigation. In reality, do they actually do a real investigation? No, no they don't. But they have to have the opportunity to do one and hold your charge for six months. Then, and only then, when they issue what's called a right to sue letter, do we have the right to file a lawsuit. Correct. And then actually, that's when Wendy's job really begins on a case. Now, what the attorneys will do, it could be Eric, Sylvia, or Robin, uh, will conduct discovery, where we send out discovery requests to them. These are the items we want. Now, you can understand, uh, a lot of times, do companies just give us the stuff we want? No. Do they make us fight for it? A lot of times, yes. And they'll object to a lot of different things. So we may not get to take depositions of people for several months, eight to nine months, because what I want are the documents that you thought were important or the documents I think are important. There are also documents you don't even know about, and those could be emails between your managers talking about you. And we want to get those to see what they were thinking. Oftentimes, do we find stuff that we're surprised about? Yes. And have we not shown uh, emails to clients like, look, this manager you thought was your friend with the bad manager, they were both talking negatively right. about and you. and they were, they were, quote unquote, building a file on you. That's my favorite is when you get the one that says, we need to build a file on this person. And, but that's important. And you as the employee don't know it. You don't know what you don't know. And our job is to find that. But once we send out the initial discovery request, then it goes to Wendy. And what Wendy does is when the material comes in, she makes sure and parses it out. She puts it in order for us. And then we have to look through it. 
In addition, she has to manage your end of discovery, which means all the material you have to give. And she talked about that in another podcast, about how difficult that can be at times. Wendy, have you ever had someone say, well, I'm not going to give this, or I'm not going to say that? Yes. What, happen, what would happen if they refused to participate in discovery? Their case could be dismissed, and that's what I tell them. And if, if your case is dismissed for that reason, it's hard to get it back, folks. It's one of those things where they have the right to ask you questions the same you do of them. But we have to engage in this process to take it forward to a trial. If you want your day in court, if you want a reckoning, if you want them to pay for what they've done, you have to participate as well. It can't be all about them. Yeah, and clients, a lot of times, I think when they hire attorneys, they have in their vision that their work is done. Um, And I mean, we can't, it's not our case. And the only one that can be as vigilant in their, has to be the person whose case it is. You know, a lot of times I have clients, well, I thought you would answer all that. And it's like, I can't answer all that. Number one, you sign a verification page. I mean, we'll we'll object. Kevin will object to some things, but that's based on a legal. But, you know, I can't, I don't know your personal info. I don't know your addresses for the last 10 years. I, I don't know how many children, I might not know how many children you have or, you know, your marital status. I mean, these are just personal questions that, I can't answer because that verification is an oath stating these are your answers, not mine. In addition to the personal that she's talking about are also the things that happened at work. I didn't work there. She didn't work there. You know, I wasn't working the line at Ford or GM. I wasn't the one working sandblasting on a site far away. You were. And in those situations, they want to know what you thought was discriminatory. They want to know what you thought happened. And they get the right to ask that question. I can't answer those. In addition, we'll get documents sometimes where we don't know what they mean. What are they talking about? They're using a lot of different things here. And so at those times, Wendy will call you in and have you explain, what does this mean? What does this process mean? Right. And is that helpful to us? Yes, yes, absolutely. Because a lot of companies, different, you know, you can have a, what a, a construction company and they have certain documents or we could be, it could be against a software company and they have different documents. People call things different things. There might be, some people call them write-ups, others call them a, a CR in my file, or there could be just terminology is different. And, and, and we go, you know, we have the gamut. I mean, we have everything from medical to police, fire, I mean, everything. So. And sometimes people, I will get things from the opposing side where they say, well, we did this because of this reason. And you might look at it and it might look, well, that seems reasonable. And those times what we need to do is rely on you, the employee, the person that worked there to say, well, wait a minute, that is not reasonable because of this. Or we never did that. They never do that. In fact, do they not only not do that, Jim, Jenny, and Johnny, they all did something completely different that I did, and yet I'm the one that gets fired. I also happen to be the one who's 55 with a, uh, with a limp now. And that's the only difference. So we're looking for those specific information and to answer the things that the, that the uh, companies have said that you did or that you did not do. We need that information and you have to give it to us. Yep. This has been Kevin Baldwin, Winnie Bridges from Baldwin and Vernon.